Welcome to Just Like Magic with Hannah Noel. I'm your host, Hannah, and I'm a business alignment leader here to lead you back to your magic to create a sustainable and profitable business. Your magic never left you, and by being here, you're proving to yourself how worthy you are of incredible wealth. After increasing my income by three times in three months, I found my passion in helping women define and create success for them. This podcast is a spirituality-based business podcast where we are focusing on starting and growing businesses. We'll be exploring spiritual resources to use in our pursuit of freedom and flexibility in business. I'll be joined by experts in business and spirituality as we go on this exploration together. You are worthy, you are loved, and it's time to create massive abundance, just like magic. Welcome to a very special episode of Just Like Magic. Today, I, I'm i doing coaching calls now as an example of my coaching style. Um, after you guys would have heard Madeline's call recently, <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to be posting these, but um, and I realized how fun it was to be able to coach and serve her, but also serve you guys listening. So there's going to be a series of these kinds of coaching calls and that's what we're doing today. So I have Sharon here who, um, why don't you actually just briefly tell me your business? I know you gave me a a summary in my little scheduling thing. Um, so tell me what you're currently doing and your goal with, with this call and then in your business too. Yeah, sure. So for the last two years, um, since I've started my business, I've been doing a lot of body work. So I've been doing raindrop technique, massage treatments. I've been doing chakra energy balancing, hot stone massages, women's circles, essential oils, creating wellness plans, and working one-to-one in person with clients predominantly. Um, Some of it could be done online and has been, but most of the work has been in person. And I guess post-COVID and trying to start a business, I, I want to have that flexibility and I want to have more online offerings. But I feel like it's shifting over time. And so I want to be moving into a different space, um, helping to focus on resilience and trauma education and women's women's health. I have a book coming out later this year called Thrive, How to 10X Your Health, Wealth and Happiness. Mm-hmm. So trying to kind of transition more into to that space. So I feel like I'm kind of starting my business from scratch. Um, I don't know if I'll stay at all of that or if it will evolve again. <laughs> will. Um, but yeah, I'm really not clear on, you know, who it is that's going to be paying for the services how much they're willing to pay um, and those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think what you're transitioning to is really cool. And, you know, I have my, my um, life coach does similar work. And I think that's a really beautiful topic. It's something that a lot of people don't want to touch, you know, something that a lot of people don't want to help with unless you're a licensed trauma therapist. So I think what you're doing is really valuable. Um, And I just want to commend you for that. And switching, switching it all is uh, nerve wracking (laughs) to say the least. I have transitioned my business a couple of times, so I can totally relate to that. 
so what would you say, what would you say is, or is there anything that's holding you back from really making that jump? Um, well, there's a lot of imposter syndrome going on around that. Um, and questioning whether people are going to question they should work with me versus other people. Um, also not sure how to put together everything that I want to help people with. And I guess then how I build my content around all of that. So what are the different topics? So, I mean, I could talk about it. I can help people. I can give them strategies. But then when I'm coming to think of like, well, what's the content plan and strategy for the year? I'm like, oh, my God, how do I pull that out to a year? <laughs> all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Totally understandable. Is, is that something, have you normally planned content over a year? Has that worked for you in the past? Not necessarily a year, but I've definitely kind of had a look at month by month and tried to plan things out that way. So I could kind of be planned in advance. And then when the time comes, I kind of know what I'm doing. And then obviously Things might change at the time depending on what might be going on relevant in the world or what I might be going through but it kind of I don't feel like I'm then having to try and figure it out at the time so maybe not 12 months but definitely at least a month or so okay okay awesome sometimes you know I, I think as when you're changing or shifting or starting a new business I know I fell into the the pit I guess you could say of feeling like there were so many shoulds that I had to do because of how typical business works. So I just wanted to, I guess, kind of clarify that for you or with you. Um, so when it comes to the imposter syndrome that you're feeling and not knowing exactly maybe what direction to go or, um, you know, where to start, or how to package things. When, when you talk about this work, I'm, I'm assuming at least and clarify, please, but I'm assuming that you have worked through this already there's a reason that you're switching to this yeah so um, and you don't have to go super personal if you don't want to <laughs> but yeah look I'm a very open person which is <laughs> I'm happy to do this work in the first place so yeah in the last couple of years obviously with everything that's been going on in the world you know I really saw that people needed needed resilience to get through this challenging time. Um, and so I developed content around that at that time and that felt really good. Um, and also just in reflecting in all my personal challenges that I've overcome in my life, um, I'm trying to kind of bridge the gap between where is my skills and my training, what are my experiences and how can I bring that all together to help people? So, yeah. So what, when you look back on your journey and you've, overcome all of these things and gone through these things what was one of the most impactful things that you received support on or what kind of support I guess what kind of support was it that was most impactful well I feel like um a lot of it I've done on my own I don't feel like I've had necessarily support mm. being a strong independent woman <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do for yourself then that you, you felt like was most impactful well I think it started back many years ago in doing personal development work um seeking different kinds of 
so my approach is always a holistic approach. It's not one thing that makes a difference. It's many things that make a difference. You know, so at one point I saw a psychologist for a little bit when I felt like that wasn't the direction I needed or wanted anymore. I looked at other things. I did personal development. Um, the essential oils have come into play for me as well at some point. Um, so there's been different things at different times that have made a difference. Okay. That's totally relate to that. I see your oils back there and I have my oils <laughs> here too. <laughs> so I can, I can relate. I'm sure you're familiar with kid power. Are you familiar with kid power? My daughter loves that one. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I almost just burned myself on my candle. <laughs> Sorry. Um, all of a sudden I smelt my like shirt was like stinky. <laughs> um, anyway, um, what was I thinking? Oh, okay. So you've had, you know, many modalities, let's say, you know, a, a yeah. conglomeration, conglomeration of things that have helped you. Would it be possible to create a program using pieces of all of those, or maybe a, a structure in a, in a coaching package where like, you know, the first week you do this and second week, you know, and building upon itself. Have you contemplated, you know, something like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess the thing that I kind of get stuck around is apart from what are the key things to put in there and not overwhelming people yeah. is who's kind of looking for this and why are they looking for it? And sometimes they may be looking for something else like what they want and what they think they need and what they actually need could be different. So what are they actually searching for? Because they might not be searching for, oh, I need to see a trauma coach or trauma educator. Yeah. And resilience. I don't, I don't need that. Yeah. When in fact they might be searching for mindfulness or, you know, stress and anxiety and, what I have may actually be what they need, but they don't realize that. So that kind of thing is, you know, overwhelming to me because I'm not sure exactly what people might be looking for when it actually might be what I have. And are they doing it because they're in the middle of the crisis themselves or are they being proactive? And I, I think most people don't do the proactive, even though I believe you need to be proactive around okay. your health and well-being. So it's those kinds of things where I just go, is this too hard? How am I going to do this? What am I going to do? Right, right, right. Um, So I have a client who's very similar, um, similar. She is a life coach, but she started as a shame resilience coach is what she called herself. But people didn't understand that because they didn't understand what they were feeling with shame. And so they didn't resonate with that. So I totally understand that people don't realize. And even with me, people don't realize that they need a business alignment coach. They think they just need someone to tell them how to attract clients or how to market correctly when really it's about getting in alignment. Um, for, for most of us, at least, especially coaches. Um, so when, when you think of, there's two things here when it comes to your clients, first of all, who do you want to work with? 
And second of all, I think something really powerful, especially in this category of coaching, this, you know, industry, I think maybe looking back on who you were five years ago, I like to say five years ago, but maybe whenever it's applicable to the growth that you've done, maybe it was 10 years or three years, um, could you market to that prior version of yourself and help them get to where you are now? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I've thought a lot about that as well. You know, they're queer women, they're busy, they're wanting to be successful, but maybe there's something stopping them. Um, so, yeah, kind of that's about as much that I can kind of think of really about what they might be. So maybe you could write a letter to yourself in that, you know, someone who, how, what I did with my client who ha was in the same situation, I said, you know, when was it? And she happened to be a friend of mine. So I, I knew already <laughs> when it was, but I asked her, when was it that you needed the most support? Like, like when you realized for most people, there's a moment of like, okay, I want to change something now. Like, I'm not happy with, with what's happening. I want to change something. Did you have a moment like that? So could yeah. you, sorry. Many. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, one of them, I definitely felt like I'd hit rock bottom and I felt like I'd lost, um, lost my friends I maybe had one one or two people maybe that was supporting me at the time and that was it and I knew that something had to change mm -hmm. um and I'd kind of returned from I traveled for 12 months and I kind of came back and I felt like everything had changed around me like different friends had changed um different connections had been made and I just kind of felt lost in that whole scenario and that was the time that I went and saw the psychologist at that time um, to kind of work through that, but also work through the childhood trauma that I'd been through as well. Yeah. Yeah. So when you look at that point, um, you also mentioned a few minutes ago about how you think most people should do this kind of work as a, you know, kind of a pre preventative measure. So yes. would you be more inclined to work with people who are doing it as a preventative measure instead of someone who's you know in that in that lower state maybe not quite rock bottom I feel like rock bottom requires a, a therapist I would recommend most people but where who would you rather work with look I think it's for both um and I definitely see there's a space of, um, you know, and, and psychologists and therapists are definitely valuable. Um, but in my experience, I, I find that talking about your, your issues and, and, and that kind of thing can sometimes be re-traumatizing. And there's a lot of research now showing that talking mm -hmm. about, talking about it doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily the best way, um, I think it's definitely a tool and, and to be used at the right time for the right person. Um, and so I do believe it's for both people who are at rock bottom as well as being proactive and preventative. But I would rather work with the people who are proactive and preventative in taking their well-being and 
and their overall lives to the next level and clearing all of that than I would with somebody rock bottom because I don't want to move into that therapy space, counselling or anything because that's not my training anyway. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. So when you think about who you work with, would you some people so there's the niche right the word niche or niche is do you feel like that's something that would be helpful to you or does that become like um restricting I think having that for me would be helpful because when I would be coming up with content and things like that I would be much clearer on who it is and I could write to that I could you know, imagine that a little bit better and I could think of who it is to make sure that the the content and everything would speak to, to people. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I think everybody, I always say everybody's different. <laughs> everybody has different answers. I've gone through times where I have a niche and others when I don't. And like right now my niche is larger than it has been most of the time. Um, but I, I definitely think that having a niche is absolutely helpful for some people. And I think when you're, when you're thinking about who you want to talk to and how you want to attract them and who's going to be interested, you know, asking, you have that question of like, who's going to pay for this or what will they want? I think as, as a new transition and tell me how this, how this sounds or how this feels to you, but this is kind of what I'm thinking right now as a new transition, doing something new, that's you know, probably a little closer to the chest, maybe <laughs> a little more heart led, um, you know, talking to the person who's doing it from a, a preventative standpoint, maybe you can even think about what happened before you hit rock bottom, where were you, like what led to rock bottom, you know, what started that, that drop and talk to that person before something bad happens you can write to that person things that maybe you wish you would have had a red flag or a warning sign with um, things that, you know, you can see how that led to, like, I look back on my rock bottom, there are so many times where I'm like, oh, if I would have done this decision instead, maybe something else would have happened. And this isn't, this isn't to you know, regret or look back and, and live in regret, but it's just a, it's just a way to figure out what kind of advice would you give yourself? That's really what it comes down to. What kind of advice would you give yourself, your prior self? And then you can just write a letter to her telling her what you would want her to know. And then you can use that though, like those letters, you can use them as marketing content as you know as copy even and something that I bring into my coaching on a you know larger scale is human design I don't know if you're familiar with human design much um, but I definitely suggest you know there there are ways that we tell our stories based on our human design and there are ways that we you know attract people so that might be something to kind of peek at too, take a look at and see if there's anything that stands out as far as how to communicate with these people. Some people are meant to just give knowledge. Some people are meant to inspire others with their stories. Um, and, you know, it just kind of depends on what feels good to you. Like, do you want to 
give advice? Do you want to give knowledge on what things mean? Do you want to just be relatable and have someone see that they can trust you? Which of those kind of stands out for you? Um, it's funny. I, I don't know much about human design, but I have a tab open where I kind of just did a quick little tool assessment to see what I might be. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I want to share my knowledge and I want to inspire, but ultimately, you know, I want to help people. So even if it's one person and then I help them and that shifts their life, then um, that makes me feel great. Awesome. Awesome. So I have another question about um, <clears throat> when you think about, when you think about talking to this prior, <clears throat> excuse me, prior version of yourself, does that feel like something that would um, maybe flow easier? Yeah, potentially. I mean, I've not, like, obviously I've thought about, you know, what past me has gone through, how did that help? What tools did I use in those moments? But I've not thought about the red flags necessarily and, what if I in, got intervention then? I mean, a part of me wasn't ready and yeah. it wasn't open. So it's also knowing that for somebody else as well. Um, but, yeah, potentially they might come across this and it might be the next thing that, you know, that's the next thing that shifts them and takes them on that trajectory. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I know something else that you could use as far as marketing and attracting people is um, thoughts that they might be thinking, you know, if they're, you know, like for me, my clients I know are oftentimes like wanting to do something big, but, but they don't know what. And so that's something I use in my, in my copy is like, if you know, you're meant for more, if you know that you're meant to like have a big impact but you just feel stuck or you just feel a little lost or confused, blah, blah, blah. I can help you sort of thing. And that really resonates because that's where they're at. So that's why I always, you know, that's why I suggest thinking back to, to the past you, <laughs> because that's where I was a few years ago. Like, Oh, like I'm so frustrated. I know that there's more for me to do. I know that I'm meant to change people's lives and impact people's lives but I just don't know how, like, I just don't know what that means. And so when I reflect on who I used to be, um, or, you know, the thoughts I used to have, that gives me those hooks kind of to bring people in. Um, yeah. So does that seem helpful? Does that feel helpful at all? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like there's, as you're talking, there are two different versions of me that I'm thinking of, like, there's the person who, you know, was really angry and frustrated and taking it out on the world. And then there was the person who, just as you described then, it was, you know, uh, wanting more, was stuck, didn't know how, um, wanted to, you know, feel like that they were there for a bigger purpose but wasn't clear on that and didn't know what to do. Yeah. So there's you know, these a couple of different people, I guess, that I can connect with in that. Yeah. And I would say, you know, if, if you just think about the things that they're desiring that 
in in a language that they can understand because that's definitely important in this trauma and resilience and shame world is they don't realize that the reason they um you know they don't i can't even think of it an example but the reason that they get irritated all the time or the reason that they snap at their kids is because they have something that they haven't healed something that they haven't yes. through so you know you so you can market or you can say things like if you want to be better connected to your kids or if you want to have a more meaningful relationship with your spouse or if it's in their career if you're talking to career career women you know maybe it's that they feel um confident going to work or they feel peace in boardroom meetings that can be very stressful or you know whatever whatever it is those those negative feelings that someone might feel they can relate to that and it depends on you too me me personally i don't like marketing to pain points because i don't want someone someone coming to me with the pain in their mind i would rather them come to me with the desire a positive thought in their mind um so you know you you can know what they're struggling with likely you know if you base it off of a, a prior version of you um or the struggles that you you know faced in in your career um you can market to the opposite of that you know what it would be that they would want to have i think that can really help narrow down your you know who your ideal client is essentially yeah yeah no definitely I, I i like that and i think there's more of a shift of doing that as well yeah yeah for sure so the other thing i i do want to cover is the imposter syndrome i feel like you kind of now i mean do you feel kind of complete with who you're talking to and how you're talking yeah. to you have some some clarity there yeah Awesome. Okay. So then the imposter, so we have that now we want to make sure we act on it. Right. <laughs> um, so imposter syndrome for me, this is sometimes, sometimes people don't like this. So I hope you do, <laughs> <laughs> but I really think imposter syndrome comes down to trust. I think when we're dealing with imposter syndrome, we're having a hard time trusting ourselves for some reason. That's my word for 2023. Trust. Trust. Really? Wow. That gave me chills. Wow. So it's a subconscious thing, right? Like we don't, we don't actively know, realize that we don't trust ourselves and, and maybe it's not, not trusting ourselves at all, but there's some level of mistrust in one way or another. And so what I like to do, I I'm curious, what is one thing you could do today, one little, maybe, maybe a big step, but what is one thing you can do today to make progress toward, toward your new business? Well, I think, you know, um, maybe even writing one of those letters that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. And I would also say to encourage you, you, you putting yourself out there to do this call is also one step. So kudos to you for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that letter would be a, a great idea. And that will just get some thoughts going, you know, and be and help you connect to who it is that you want to work with. Um, so tomorrow, what's another step you could take tomorrow? Hmm. 
Well, tomorrow is my Saturday. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, <So> Monday. <laughs> and it's okay if it's not coming. Maybe once you write that letter, maybe something else will come up for you that will help you see another step you can take. But yeah. I, I really think, you know, just taking that next step, it's one step at a time, right? Like that basic yeah. advice. Um, well, I'm ask, doing ne next Wednesday, I'm doing um, a challenge with one of my business coaches um, and mentors, and it's like a 28 day content challenge. Mm. So, I'll have the chance to kind of start plotting out like a month's worth of content and getting into that headspace. So I'll have that next week to do. Ooh, awesome. So you can start looking forward to that. I love it. Yeah. So I would definitely say just every day, even on the weekend, you know, if the one step you take is visualizing your success as a trauma and resilience coach, you know, maybe that's the step you take on a Saturday or Sunday, or maybe it's doing a brain dump of all the things that are in your brain so that you can organize them. You know, those are things that are maybe not quite as heavy or quite as focused or quite as work related. I still work related, but just more weekend style <laughs> work. Um, you know, so doing something every day and I also think doing something you can commit to every day will start establishing that trust in yourself too. So yeah. can you think of anything that you could do every day, either personally for yourself or in your business? Um, well, I already have a lot of rituals personally every day. Like I go swim in the ocean, mm. I gratitude, I meditate and things like that. Um so I think that's, I think that's good proof already that you, you know, can commit and you can trust yourself. And maybe, maybe what you'd need to do is just remind yourself of that every day, like act, like, you know, actively tell yourself, oh, hey, look at me. I'm awesome. I do everything I say I'm going to do. Because when we're in that ritual, you know, we're, so, it, it's second nature maybe you don't even realize how many people cannot commit to doing those things every day. There are so many people that struggle with even drinking a cup of water every day, you know? So maybe it's just simply reminding yourself every day <clears throat> how much, you know, you have committed and trust yourself. Yeah. Well, you just gave me an idea about a challenge because I'd started to come up with a content idea last year of, so during, um, God, it's been over a year now that I started swimming in the ocean every day. I'm very fortunate that I live very close to the beach um, and we don't get snow here. <laughs> so our winters aren't that cold. Um, but, yeah, during, during 2021, I started swimming in our lockdown. And, and, I mean, I've always been a water baby, but, yeah, one day led into the next, to the next, and, uh, then I didn't want to stop because a I loved it so much and I built up that momentum. And I was thinking a few months back um, when I was sharing with somebody else, and they said, "Do you know how many people don't know how to be consistent and do something every day?" Yeah. And you could teach them that. And so you just gave me the idea of that 
about that trust piece, learning to trust yourself so that you can be consistent and show up in whatever it is that they want. So I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I feel, you know, we went over kind of your ideal client, a couple ideas for overcoming imposter syndrome. Do you have any questions about anything? Do you feel complete? Is there anything else you want clarity on? No, I just want to go write it all down. So I don't forget at all. (laughs) Well, and thankfully this is recorded and you will be able to go listen to this as many times as you need to, to, to remember. (laughs) So Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and, and um, helping me piece that all together. Yes, of course. And I would love to give you the space briefly, if you would like to, to share with my audience how they can, you know, maybe someone's listening and they're like, oh, wow, I would like Sharon's help. (laughs) I would like some of this assistance. So where can they connect with you? Yeah, um, go to my website, www.sharonkeo.com, and I'm sure you'll pop the correct spelling <laughs> in your notes because um, that's a bit tricky to get all the spelling right. <laughs> and um, people can find me on Facebook and Instagram at the Sharon Keo. Awesome. Yeah, I'll make sure all that's in the um, in the show notes too. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you, Sharon, for being on, and I'm glad this was helpful. And uh, Listeners, I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It means so much to me that you have chosen to spend just a little bit of your day with me here on Just Like Magic. If you have a specific question that you want me to answer, or if you want to be a guest on the podcast, please send me a message on Instagram so we can make that happen for you. And if you feel called to share this episode, please tag me wherever you share it. So then I can thank you with a freebie that is just going to continue on this amazing work that we are doing. Until then, I hope you have a great day. Go create an amazing life and an amazing business, just like magic.